Thanks for tuning in to the Purely Woman podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest creations and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to help you make the most from your sex and relationships. Now, welcome your host, Leanne Young. Hello, and welcome to the Purely Woman podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Young, and joining me today on the show is the wonderful Samantha Evans from JoeDivine.com. She's an expert on menopause, sex, and pleasure products. Hello, Samantha. Hi. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm very well indeed, thank you. So, Samantha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am the co-founder of online sex toy retailer, Jodie Vine. I founded it with my husband 10 years ago, and we work together. I'm also a former nurse, so I use my nursing experience to work with healthcare professionals in the NHS and private practice to help their patients enjoy sexual intimacy and pleasure and regain their sex lives. I'm also a menopausal woman and I'm a mum of three teenagers. I've been married for 22 years um, and I like sex. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Another like-minded lady that enjoys sex. How do you find going through menopause with three children? Um, Okay. Yeah. I mean, actually, I think I've I've surrounded myself with some very good menopause experts. So I've actually managed to um, control my symptoms. I take HRT. But yeah, I mean, I'm actually, I've got three brilliant children. So um, I think it was much harder work when they were little because they're only sort of um, two years between each of them. So oh, wow. <laughs> and how old are they now, if you don't mind me asking? Um, nearly 20, nearly 18 and 15. So. And, wow. And are they educated on menopause? Uh, oh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I don't mean by the like, um, I mean, I remember when I was going through my menopause, I had an early one and uh, my children weren't living with me. At that stage, I was in Australia, they were in England. Um, so they kind of missed that episode of when I was going through menopause. But I know that it can affect families and partners a lot. Well, also relationships. And also you have to remember as well, the children, the children are hormonal. You know, my daughter, she, ex- she, she does struggle with PMS. Um, and so basically, and the boys, you know, they're teenage boys and they go have raging hormones too. But, um, you know... <laughs> But, you know, actually, I've got my husband's absolutely brilliant. And this is really important. Menopause just doesn't affect women. It affects partners, children, family members and your work life. So, you know, we can't just make it a women's health issue. But, yeah, my my children are, you know, educated about it. And bless them, they're so sweet. And when I'm having a bad day and then I actually have to apologise. But, you know, they're fine about it. And they're coming to So, you know. They're fine. And I go, you know, I mean, basically, I have the catchphrase, my youngest called me Komodo mum. That was a mistake because I like bearded dragons, but he got confused. It's a phrase that stuck. But quite frankly, I'm quite happy being a Komodo mum. It's like, you know, whatever. Right. I will defend my children and I will campaign for menopause and women's health issues. <laughs> I, I think it's fantastic. What made you get into like the menopause side of things? I mean, obviously, you said you were a nurse before. What kind of nurse were you? Oh, I was a renal nurse and then I worked in occupational health. So renal, obviously, renal patients do have sexual health issues. And I even did a a project uh, about sexual function in renal patients, but nobody was interested at the time. This is years ago. And then occupational health, that sort of feeds into my health promotion sort of passion of, you know, preventative medicine, but also informing and educating people so they can actually enjoy the best health possible. But the menopause stuff came about from our customers. 
So I realised that customers were phoning up for sex toys to help them with, you know, um, menopausal issues or partners phoning up to help their wives or, you know, partners with menopausal issues. Um, and then I sort of contacted, you know, um, connected with some fantastic campaigners and menopause doctors and GPs. And actually now, you know, I sort of feel very passionate about it because it's hit me and I like sex and I want to carry on enjoying sex. Um, and I know a lot of women and their partners give up because, you know, the menopausal symptoms impact upon their sex life. Absolutely. I mean, I know when I went through the menopause, I, you know, I kind of went for a very young menopause and it was caused by trauma and I went very dry and I suddenly went off sex yeah. and I, I didn't know what was going on. But fortunately, I went to my yeah. doctor that realised it was covering from a health issue that um, my body had gone into menopause. So I didn't suffer that long before getting onto HRT. Um, yeah. But for you, for yourself, with your journey, what what kind of um, pushed you to open Joe Divine, which is a um, sex toy distribution and advice company? Can you tell the viewer a little bit more about Joe Divine? Um, it was actually my husband's idea. He was working in IT, in banking. I was looking after the children. We both liked sex. We'd had a couple of sex toys which were rubbish. I think one even ended up giving me thrush. The other one lasted about two goes and that was about it. Um, <laughs> and I'd had vaginal health issues from using poor sexual lubricants. So throughout my 20s and 30s, um, which I only realised until we set up the company. I didn't realise until we set up the design. I use, we only sell skin safe products and that includes our sexual lubricants. Um, so they don't contain ingredients that contain glycerine, glycols and parabens, which all irritate the tissues of the vagina and can cause thrush or bacterial vaginosis. And that was my problem. I was using poor lubricants, well-known lubricants. Um, and actually, the recurrent urinary tract infections, cystitis, uh, bacterial vaginosis and thrush also led to vaginismus, whereby the muscles of the vagina tighten up, making penetration painful or impossible. Um, and actually, you know, that was my journey, which I've written about. Um, but also for me, I think, you know, sex toys can play a really big part in actually helping people regain their sex lives from a health point of view, enable them to carry on enjoying sex in whatever way they want to, um, and also help them open up different worlds of, you know, sexual sensation and pleasure. Um, and also, you know, in particular, close the orgasm gap. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Why do you think the British are so reserved about talking about sex and menopause and sex toys? Well, I think menopause now has been so featured highly in the, the media. Unfortunately, now it's led to sort of HRT shortages. Uh, I, I know, I'm, I'm going through one. I've, now, army, I've actually changed brands. Yes, I know. But actually, that's a positive thing because it means that more women are seeking help, which is really important. But I think it's anything to do with sex. I mean, menopause is, is talked about, but we don't talk about sexual issues of menopause. We don't talk about vaginal dryness or vaginal atrophy where the vagina the walls of the vagina shrink and actually that can lead to really really painful so you know what? sexual intercourse or no sexual intercourse you can't sit down i mean you know it's it's pretty awful and um, low libido you know and actually sort of decreased sexual sensation where women are struggling to orgasm you know sex no longer feels pleasurable and that's the reason why they don't like it um or don't want to have it or avoid it so it's actually the one um, aspect of menopause that we're really not very good at talking about. Often when you see it and you go, why haven't they talked about vaginal dryness? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that, that's me. That's what I do. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was one of my first symptoms. And like, um, I was a former adult star from 20 years ago. Yeah. And I was, you know, I had the, you know, a fantastic sexual experiences within my life. And when I look back now, I used to always think that was going to be the best sex of my life. And now that mm -hmm. I've 
become a real woman. I call myself a real woman. I've gone from a lady to a woman because of menopause. My sex life has actually improved. And I think that was because I got completely on top of it very fast. Yes. And yeah. I got put onto HRT. And then I did start shopping around with um, different lubrications myself yeah. because I realised that my body had changed. Now, there are some women that wouldn't know exactly what signs to look for. I mean, yes, you can have vagina dryness. And um, unfortunately, what is happening, which I've noticed and I've heard from being a um, counsellor myself, is that women are, be giving, are being given antidepressants instead of being treated for menopause. Yeah, I mean, you know, because the problem is the menopause is, you know, at the moment we've got 32 different symptoms as a checklist. You know, if you not women go, well, I've checked it off and I've got all of them apart from one. But actually, unfortunately, our GPs are not joining the dots and they're actually viewing every symptom separately. Mine were, I had palpitations, I had joint aches and pains and I had skin rashes. My GP was hopeless. But luckily, a year later, I saw a female GP in my practice who was just going, she's always menopause. There you go. And then she get, it was another year before I went on HRT. She said, see how you go? Because I actually said I didn't feel ready. And then when I was ready, went straight back and she's been brilliant. And then recently this year, I went on local estrogen for my vagina, um, which has made a huge difference as well. So, you know, I, again, got on top of it quickly to control my symptoms. Problem is, a lot of women have no idea. They think they're actually got dementia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can remember. <laughs> yeah. And you think you're going mad. And also you're busy. You may have, you know, I've got teenagers and um, you may have elderly parents. You're working full time. Your life's full on, you know, and you actually don't have chance to breathe and stop and think. So, you know, and actually this whole thing of women and we have this attitude of some women who, you know, luckily for them, they sail through menopause. They don't have any symptoms, but they're not very sympathetic towards women who do. And it's like when people have yeah. bad periods or bad, you know, go through childbirth trauma. Oh, well, I was fine. So therefore, it doesn't really matter. Well, quite frankly, you know, it, it does matter. You need to be empathetic towards those women. Absolutely. And experience those problems. Because one, one, per, one lady's journey is completely different to another mm. another lady. This is why I kind of yeah. set up Purely Women is because... Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm an expert and I'm a counsellor, but I don't believe that people should just believe my journey. There are many other journeys, such as yourself and many others. So let's talk a little bit more about the Joe Divine side of stuff and how that can help menopause for women. Yeah, so basically Joe Divine, I mean, I, we, we created a health, we were invited to create a health brochure at our local NHS hospital here in Kent with a consultant gynaecologist and women's health visitor because they were actually telling patients to go and buy sex toys to help them with gynaecological issues, postmenopausal tight, vaginal tightness or decreased sexual sensation or to help with scar tissue after women have had a hysterectomy, which often, you know, obviously if they had a, a complete hysterectomy, they will go into menopause. Um, and so we created them a little booklet, which is now given out across the UK by healthcare professionals, which contains some slim vibrators, some lovely silicon dilators, because some people don't want to use a sex toy. They would prefer That's to use correct. dilators. But but the medical ones are hard plastic ones. And actually, many people do struggle because they're uncomfortable. So I often say, well, you know, combine them with using a slim vibrator. I mean, a lot of people buy our silicon dilators, too. And also it contains... Um, Yes, organic lubricants, it contains pelvic floor exercises and some clitoral stimulators, because this is an issue. A lot of people don't seem to realise that, you know, you, you, majority of us 
orgasm through clitoral stimulation. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't they reckon it's something like 74% yeah, of 75%, women? Yeah, 75%, very much so. And, you know, so I say to those women, well, if you're finding that it's actually changed over the years and you've got decreased sexual sensation, then grab yourself a little bullet or a clitoral stimulator. Lots of them now don't even look like sex toys. We've got a little pebble. We've got one that looks completely nothing like a sex toy and is not even a vibrator. Um, and actually, you know, and use that. And I always say to these women, you know, have regular orgasms because that's really important. But, you know, I say to these women, you know, get yourself a slim vibrator and actually use that slowly to enjoy, you know, clitoral stimulation, but to help you stretch the walls of the vagina with a really good vaginal lubricant or moisturiser. The Yes range is really good because it doesn't contain these irritating ingredients. And also to help couples, you know, move beyond penetrative sex. I think we're so obsessed with penis and vagina oh, sex. Absolutely. And let's face it, you know, we've got same sex anyway. <laughs> And everybody does think they do. They don't think about women about masturbation. I mean, I'm a. I love no. masturbating. I love it, but yeah. no, I don't always like just masturbating alone. I might want to masturbate with my partner where they masturbate too at the same yeah. time, and and that's not that's not talked about either. No, and actually, I think this thing is, you know, sometimes we're just too tired to have full-blown intercourse. So quite nice. It's just <laughs> nice to you know, masturbate each other. And I mean, there's nothing more soothing than being masturbated by your partner and then you drift off to sleep. It's like, you know, or, or in the morning when you wake up, it's like, but, you know, this isn't couples. They don't think if they can't have penetrative sex, then they can't do anything. And actually, that's the thing that I try and do when I give talks and I talk to healthcare professionals and say, we well, need to offer alternatives, you know, because... Don't get me wrong, women still need to have a viable vagina, even if they're not having penetrative sex, because they still need to be able to have a smear test if they want to also have a pelvic examination. And this is an issue for a lot of the women. I do have women buying slim toys so they can actually go and have a smear test um, because it's actually felt very painful. And again, a tip with that is have a very ask for a small speculum and um, use local estrogen between two and six weeks before the um, actual smear test and use a good good vaginal moisturiser and to take your own water-based lubricant because I'm afraid a lot of the lubes that they use um, in GP practices um, contain irritating ingredients. So, Absolutely. Know, just... I've, I've been sore by one of my doctor's ones and I was like, what have you just used on me? Yes. You know, and, and yeah, some people are sensitive. I have really sensitive skin, so <laughs> I'm very careful. So what, what, how do you decide? I mean, for yourself, I know that you've got Joe Devine, you have the products that you distribute. What would, what advice would you give to a woman on how to choose a sex toy as you're hitting menopause, which will make you embrace your body? Um, well, it depends what your problem is. I mean, obviously, if it is if sex penetrative sex is feeling painful, the first thing I would say is invest in a really good lubricant. You know, choose a lubricant that's free from all these from glycerin, glycols, and parabens. Glycerin can cause rash because it's sugar. Glycos are well-known vaginal irritants and parabens we shouldn't be putting inside our body because they are estrogenic. Also remember that some water-based lubricants are hyperosmotic so they can actually exacerbate vaginal dryness by drawing moisture out of the walls of the vagina and that's particularly problematic during menopause when the walls are depleted of estrogen and they are a bit drier and we're not producing as much lubrication. Um, you know, and actually, you know, avoid anything that, you know, warms you up or cools you down or, you know, these contain sort of, you know, what you would find in chilies or menthol peppermint um, and things that are dyed. And um, I even came across perfume condoms recently. Oh, so, you absolutely know, not. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so really do your research. Don't just, you know, and, and vaginal moisturizers as well, the well-known brand that's out there. I'm not going to mention it, but it's terrible. <laughs> and, you know, it's <laughs> It's always being prescribed by GPs and, you know, women are actually having problems. I mean, quite frankly, there will be women out there who say, oh, I'm quite fine, you know, with with a, a basic lubricant. Well, that works for me and that's fine. I'm talking to those women who find these products irritating. And it's not just women. Today, I've actually sort of read something that some partner, you know, a male partner, 
he's found lubricants irritating because they irritate the tissues of the penis Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and it's the same with anal lubricants as well. You know, if you're having anal sex, it's important to use something that actually is, you know, pH balanced to the anus because so, the anus is different to the vagina. So would you recommend a different lubrication for vaginal and anal sex? I would. I mean, yes, I actually do do an anal lubricant, but I mean, it's actually finding what works for you. I always say to people, do a skin test. Don't just slap it on. And actually, some lubricant companies will send you a sample yep. um, to actually try. And I always recommend do, you know, get a sample if you can and try it. Just don't. I mean, you know, flavoured lubes are brilliant for oral sex, but I would not use them for penetrative sex because I know that I am prone to thrush and it, they've got glycerin in them and it will give me about a thrush, you know. So yeah, I understand. People, and I, and actually not using things out of the store cupboard and your 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 um, bathroom cupboard. No, no, Vas Vaseline was never designed as a sexual lubricant. I mean, things like olive oil, you know, it's not great. We hear about bio oil, pseudocreme, germaline. I mean, these things were never designed. They were go. never designed for sex. They were never yeah. designed to go um, to the no, genitals. We really. always advise customers about using our lubricants with their product because it makes the sex play feel more pleasurable. And I think that actually this is a thing we need to get across to people. They go, oh, you know, well, I, I know I'm clearly not being turned on if I'm not wet. And it's like, well, actually, no, because your lubrication can be impacted by anything, you know, menopause, Absolutely. medication that you're on, stress, anxiety, illness, disease. I mean, certainly depression and, and medication for depression. Antihistamines this time of year with hay Well, they dry you up, don't they, the antihistamines? They dry yeah, your nose definitely. up and you're afraid up. And then... Yeah, I take an antihistamine for my itchy skin, which is one of my menopause symptoms. Um, I had you know, that. So just yeah, have I had that one. Yeah, it's called formication. It's like ants crawling all over. Oh, your it's, it's, it's horrible. There's so many different symptoms to menopause that my attitude is keep having the sex part of it so that we can start eliminating some of the other ones or at least give ourselves a break from the other um, symptoms. Well, I think also the regular orgasms. I mean, for me as well, you know, I say to these women, get yourself a slim vibrator, um, you know, and or a clitoral stimulator. You know, and actually go and either go off on your own and start exploring your own body and enjoying regular orgasms. And once you feel confident, then introduce it to a partner. I think there's this view that partners don't want women to use sex toys. And actually, that's that's really not true. Yes, yeah, there's so going to totally be occasional man, But most men will be absolutely fine. Um, but you do need to have that conversation. But, you know, this is the thing with women. They're so worried. They go, can I get one that's completely quiet that I can use while my husband's asleep? And you think, oh, dear. Oh, no. And, you, know, <laughs> you, don't know what you don't know what their relationship is, actually. So Absolutely. There's, there's you know, the doctors and the healthcare professionals I work with always, you know, they're recommending regular orgasms. We've got GPs who show women our adverts that are in women's magazines and going, buy yourself one of those, which is so proactive. Um, I, I think know, that's so proactive to have the medical board behind you and promoting go and buy a sex toy. It's okay to have an orgasm. And even if you don't have an orgasm, which isn't always about the big O, no, yeah. it's about it's about relaxation. It's about um it's and about that, that pleasure and yeah. I mean it's really, really important. And actually, you know, we do need to do more within healthcare. It is being, I mean, I do work with amazing people, but, you know, I still come across those people who just, gynecologists who don't even talk about sex. It's like, well, the treatments you're doing are impacting upon women's sexual function. So you really need to be able to offer women advice about their sexual function and sex afterwards, but they just don't know what to say. Oh, and they would recommend a sex toy. And I find it really frustrating, but we need it part of medical school and nursing student um, you know, training. We need it part of GP training. It has to be compulsory within gynaecological care Completely. and even oncology with cancer patients because, you know, cancer patients are being impacted. And a lot of those women going through cancer treatments will go through the menopause um, often as a result of their treatment. So, again, we need to be making sure and some of them may not be able to take HRT. So, you know, they need That's to be offered correct. alternatives. Yeah.
let me grab your thoughts because I was just recently at the XBiz event over in Miami and I came across a lubrication that was made by women, supposed to be all different um, natural ingredients, which I'm sure is, but it's a CBD-based lubrication right. um, and it's for masturbation. What's your thoughts on the new CBD um, lubrications coming through? I really don't know. I think it's just up for people to try. I mean, I probably wouldn't use them just because I'm so careful about my vagina health. But they're <laughs> everywhere, aren't they? And I think, um, you know, it's for if people want to try them, then that's fine. I'm afraid our vaginas and vulvas are facing an onslaught of terrible products that are everywhere. Oh, I agree <laughs> you know, with you. Feminine hygiene products. And it is just ridiculous and that i came across something yesterday and it was actually aimed at teenage girls now quite frankly let's it was an intimate wash we you, you don't need it i mean no you don't your body your body <laughs> your body especially down in your private parts for a female it washes itself kind of we we shouldn't be putting soap down well there. it's self-cleaning almost like yeah. an oven and actually we are destroying the good friendly bacteria that we need to protect our vagina health and our vulva health and you know, there's so much stuff being touted by wellness and beauty brands and celebrities. And I get very frustrated and I get quite angry on Twitter. But I'd know, say go and I, masturbate, but I know, no, I know exactly with my lovely organic <laughs> lubricant. But, you know, this is why I get And actually often the light bulb moment goes on and you hear them either say, you know, they'll go, actually, I get thrush. Oh, yeah, I'm using that. Oh, I'm not going to, you know, and I, you know. Don't get me wrong. People just need to try find what works for them. But I don't know about the CBD stuff. You know, basically it's finding out what works for you. And if it works for somebody and they find that it actually helps them, you know, become more aroused and it actually doesn't cause any problems, then, you know, it's fine for them to use. It's yeah. a, it's a choice, isn't it? Yeah, because I did try one. It was very menthol. I didn't think it done much for me. But obviously, my, it's, you know, there's more than one opinion. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's the thing with the menthol ones. I mean, that actually, you know, that actually can really help some women, actually, and the ones that warm you up as well, which have got what you would find in chilies in them. So, you know, it really is finding out what works for you. I'm just really careful because I have like a vagina health regime, which I said I probably spend more on my vagina and my vulva than I do on my face. Normally it's the other way around. Women are spending <laughs> all this massive money on their face and Botox <laughs> and fillers, but not thinking about down below or even that's sex it. toys. They don't. They think about what they eat and their skin, but they actually, yeah, no idea about what they're putting inside themselves down there. And actually, your vagina and vulva are highly absorbent. So anything. And very sensitive. Yeah, you know, and basically, and and also a very very delicate delicate pH. So you know, between three point eight and four point five, and actually, you knock that out of kilter, you then open yourself up to infections like bacterial vaginosis. That's the one that smells very fishy and needs antibiotics, or thrush, which obviously then you need an antifungal treatment. Um, and women have absolutely no idea that they're actually triggering these infections by their what they're using. You know, don't even get me started on bath bombs because <laughs> oh no, I don't tell you something. I don't even go to the Lush store because. I'm too oh, scared. My, no, no, no. I can't even stand the strong smell of it. Make my nose itch. Yeah, so. no. Walk, walk me past a sex shop and I'm really intrigued. But walk me, <laughs> walk me past a, a store that smells of all these flowers and soaps I'm not interested in. No. So just tell, the, just tell the listener a little bit more about where they can find Joe Devine, what information so they'll find yep. there, isn't yep. it? We're com. Um, you can find us on Twitter, um, Joe Divine UK, and I'm at Sam Talk Sex on Twitter. And we also have an Instagram page, Joe.Divine. Um, and also you can Google me, Samantha Evans. People often Google Samantha Evans sex toys. <laughs> but the website's got over 400 sexual health and pleasure articles on it. It's got, oh, I don't know how many videos. Um, and basically lots of links to other useful people as well. 
but I've tried to op offer practical advice sort of highlighting suitable toys and actually to enable couples to open up that conversation and the healthcare professionals because they use it as a resource they give out our health brochure they show our products to their patients in clinic and say go and have a look at this website um and you know that's the thing it's to actually open up that conversation and talk to your partner I mean, don't get me wrong there will be women who are not able to do that or their partner's not interested but you know if you are able to do it and you really you know you want to carry on having pleasurable sex and there are ways and means of doing it and it's really simple you know a, a bottle of lubricant's not expensive it's worth investing you probably spend more on your you know having lattes every week or you know your face cream um, and, I, it, you know, for me and my husband, it transformed our sex life and my vagina health, uh, the product that we use. And, you know, and the same with sex toys. I've got my go to little clitoral simulators, you know, either when we're having sex together or when I'm masturbating on my own or I'm masturbating with my partner, you know, and I just grab one out of the drawer, you know. And a lot of sex toys now don't look like great big phallic, you know, six inch dildos. Some of them are so beautiful and really well made. And, you know, types of vibrations and some aren't even vibrators. There's the Air Pulse products that are really nice as well. Yeah, they're the whole, they're the whole collection. Collect well, Joe, it's been yeah, exactly, um, it? yeah, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on the show, Purely Women. And um, I really encourage my guests to go and visit thejoedivine.com and go and... Google Samantha Evans and Samantha, I really hope I get to meet you in person real soon. No, I hope so too. And just to say to your listeners, you know, I'm happy to talk to them on the phone if they want any advice as well. So That's wonderful. I'm so glad. It's so great to get a lot of women together to come together and just talk about sex openly. Yeah, and talk about it openly and normalise the conversation because this is one part of menopause that we really, really aren't talking about and we need to be talking about it because yeah. it affects an awful lot of women. We should thank you, Joe, so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, All right, bye. Cheers, bye. Thank you for listening to the Purely Woman podcast. To find out more about Samantha Evans, remember, please do go to joedevine.com. On the next episode on menopause, I will be bringing to you the lovely Lauren Cheeran, who owns the company Women of a Certain Stage. So stay tuned, give me five stars on Apple, and I will speak to you soon. This episode has been produced by Podcast Syndicator. To find out more about Podcast Syndicator, go to www.podcastsyndicator.com. You've been listening to the Purely Woman podcast. For more details, please tweet us at purelywoman1. That's purely woman and the number one.